<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. This is an experiment. What do billionaires, cultural icons, and world-class athletes have in common? I'm about to find out. I'm John Aguilar, serial entrepreneur, former decathlete, and creator and host of the CNN Philippines business reality show, The Final Pitch. Each week, I try to unlock the secrets of Asia's world-class performers to come up with hacks that I can apply in my own life. My goal is to have you apply them in yours. This is the podcast designed to change your life. This is Methods to Greatness. Methods to Greatness is powered by Converge. Experience better. If you'd like to work with Converge, check them out at gofiber.ph or connect with them through their social media channels. Methods to Greatness is also powered by Perfect Health Philippines, a leading provider of innovative and premium massage and healthcare products to customers across Southeast Asia. This partnership is all about improving people's lives, health, and well-being. Visit perfecthealthph.com to know more. Our next guest instantly became beauty pageant royalty in 2015 when she won the Miss Universe crown for the Philippines only the third Filipino to do so in the pageant's history. Since then, she has continued to grow her acting and modeling career, became a UNAIDS Goodwill Ambassador for Asia and the Pacific, and spoken openly about the importance of mental health and how she has overcome her own struggles. She's also the first Filipino and first beauty queen to have a wax figure in the prestigious Madame Tussauds Museum. These days, she shares her crown through the Queen's community, an online platform that provides resources such as podcasts, workbooks, and more that are designed to empower women all over the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to welcome today to Methods to Greatness, the one and only Pia Wurzbach. Greetings from the Philippines, Asia, and beyond. Hello, Pia. Hello, John. Thank you so much for that very nice introduction. Uh, that's the first time I heard anybody mention the initiative that I'm doing with the Queens, the community that I'm trying to build. So thank you so much for including that in my intro. Yes, I'd love to talk about that. So for the benefit of those who are watching and listening, you're actually not in Manila right now. Could you tell us where exactly you are and what, what you've been up to the past few months? So the past few months, I've been splitting my time between Abu Dhabi and Manila. I still go back to the Philippines to work and I my home is there. So I, I do still go back and I have to. But I'm also based here in the UAE. I spend a lot of time here with my partner and I'm also working from here. Uh, so it's been a little challenging, um, you know, flying in, in and out. But with the quarantine restrictions easing up a little bit more it's been easier it feels like normal again right you know the world has slowly been opening up i've been following you on instagram i think um even with covid i think you were leading a very active lifestyle you've also been going around traveling the world so what's that been like for you you know as a public figure but also at the same time trying to live your life the best you can given the circumstances before the pandemic happened before 2020, I kind of had an idea what was going to happen tomorrow, the next week, the next month, and work was a number one priority. But 
everything that happened in the world in the past two years, it taught me how to slow down a little bit and to reassess everything that I was doing and to ask myself again, am I doing, am I really happy with them, with what I'm doing? Am I doing something meaningful with my time? Is this what really makes me happy? So then that gave me the chance to reconnect with my audience and rebuild my relationships with my followers, my supporters, my friends, my family. I would say that this past pandemic has made me feel more human. It's allowed me to really get in touch with myself again and with other people and how they feel. So it, there's that. There's also the traveling because my my boyfriend, he doesn't live in the Philippines. He used to live in New York and now he lives in the UAE. And of course, you know, we're trying to make a relationship work. So then aside from adjusting with the pandemic, I've also had to adjust with this new setup we have. We don't want to be a long distance relationship, but sometimes it seems like it. So that's a little bit of an adjustment. I've been more focused with community, with building the community that I'm building on women empowerment. And um, at the same time, taking care of myself and my my health and my well-being. So it's it's been a challenge the past few years, but I feel like I'm going in the right direction. You know, that, that that's... You shared a lot just within yeah, the know. last maybe <laughs> two, three minutes. You've been through so much, Pia, um, as we all have, you know, the past uh, two years of being under this pandemic. And I can just imagine, well, first of all, a long distance relationship, it's always hard, especially now, I think, um, although we have access to people, we can do video calls, but obviously it's not the same. You, you, you mentioned um, that Although he's based somewhere else and you're, you, you're, you've been traveling, you try as much not to make it a long-distance relationship. But the fact of the matter is, it is, as, as with a lot of people right now who, who have to deal with uh, being apart. Yeah. So how were you able to overcome, one, the distance, and two, the limitations of, I guess, the kind of life that you have to lead because of what you do? Uh, I think with my relationship specifically, I just have to be honest about what the kind of work that I do and that requires me to be in front of the camera all the time. And, you know, most of the time it's going to be in the Philippines. There are times where I can shoot it from, from here, from Abu Dhabi, from Dubai, but most of the time it has to be there. And the thing is, with the pandemic, it was so unpredictable and everybody went through the same thing. So then you also can't say that I had control over, you know, over things. I didn't have control over how long we weren't going to see each other because, you know, the borders were shut. So that's something I cannot fix that I cannot change. So it's really just having that open communication um, with each other, but also having plans. I think that's important in any like relationship. You have to have something to look forward to. You have to have future plans. So then you always know that whatever you're going through right now, that has an end. And then that you'll be reunited again with your family, with your friends, with your partner. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Uh, I remember the first year 
we didn't see each other for five months. That was a long time. That's almost half the year. Like, uh, would you still count time. na like one year kayo in your relationship if half the year <laughs> you didn't see each other? But, you know, there we go. I'm not the only one who went through that. Some people didn't see their partners for much longer. So I'm not complaining. But I'm not going to say it was easy. It was a challenge. And constant, open, honest communication is key. All right. So Pia... I'd like to now go back to your past. So okay. uh, you famously tried again and again to become Miss Universe. It was something that I guess took, took a lot of uh, take twos, take threes. It, it was not um, instant for you. You really had to work hard at it. But uh, one thing also that I guess serendipitously um, made you who you are today is that infamous uh, mistake of Steve Harvey and the fact that I guess that created a lot of buzz with, with you in particular as the winner of that year. Do you think that that happened for a reason? Do you think that if not for that, maybe your impact would not have been as big? I acknowledge that it really helped because everybody was watching because of the mistake. Like, it's, it's the truth. It depends on how you look at it. I could either go, I can't believe they made a mistake and a moment, my a, a first walk was taken away from me. Or I could see it as an opportunity to use the attention, like because everybody's attention is on you. The host made a mistake. So it's it's a matter of perspective. Like, am I going to let this make me feel bad because this isn't, wasn't the crowning moment I was hoping for or I was expecting for? Or am I going to use it and make it meaningful so i know that you know the the mistake helped and it um it made news but i i really worked hard in the that after that mistake i really worked hard during my whole reign as miss universe to prove that my win wasn't a mistake that I deserved to be there, that I had a voice, and then that my voice mattered, and that I'm going to continue doing it even after the crown. So, because when you win, people think that, oh, okay, when you watch it from, from your own home, from the couch, like you turn on the TV, you watch the show, they pick a girl at the end, she gets crowned, the credits roll, and that's it. End of the show. So right. you feel like, as the audience, ayun na, nakuha na niya. She won already. Congratulations. But that's actually not the end. That, that crowning moment, that moment is the first day. That's the first day of the rest of your life, of the rest of your destiny. So it's not the first day you train until, comp- until crowning moment. It's crowning moment until, depende sa'yo, when you still when you want to keep pushing on so to me it was i was very happy when when you know i won because that was my big dream but i was happy every day reporting to work i was happy every day doing whatever that i needed to do whatever that miss Un- the the organization asked me to do it was my dream i was very happy to be part of it but after i passed on my 
crown, then I had to ask myself, what do I do now? Who am I without this? Who am I without the crown? Like, merong konting identity crisis after it because uh, you prepare to get it. You prepare and you train so you can get the crown. But nobody ever prepares for the moment you have to give up the crown. Nobody ever talks about that part. <laughs> and that could go really bad if you don't take care of yourself and you're not surrounded with good people who won't take advantage of you, who will give you good, sound advice. So I was very lucky that I always somehow knew what the right thing to do was and which direction to go. I'm still following that, you know, that cue up to now. So even though it's been seven years now since Miss Universe, I'm still working on the advocacies that are that I genuinely find interesting, that I genuinely believe in. And so that's why I think that Miss Universe kind of opened the door for me. I wouldn't want to think of it as the peak or the highlight of my career. It was an instrumental and essential part for the rest of the things that I was going to do. Pia, you know, it's very interesting how you gave us an insight into the struggle that you had because you're right. I mean, everything that you've worked with got you to the point of you winning uh, Miss Universe, but what happens next, right? What is the next thing that you will work at or work for after you've achieved your goal? I mean, n not unlike even, you know, world-class athletes maybe who train for the Olympics or train for you know, the world championships. After that, at least for them, there's maybe another Olympics, but for you, the, the Miss Universe is the highlight, right? It is the, the goal, it is your Mount Everest. And you know, what happens when you achieve that, when you summit that, is really, I think, also the test, the true test of your character. Because it's one thing to work to get something, but once you get it, how do you now assess the rest of your life? And, I'd like to know, Pia, from your experience, and, and maybe a lot of women can learn from this as well, or a lot of, a lot of men get intimidated with you know, successful women, and you having done what you've done, did you at any point feel that maybe succeeding in what you do uh, maybe has intimidated some other people or, or men? I, I would like to say, okay, just to just be straight, has intimidated men maybe who are not man enough to uh, be with a high-achieving woman? Uh, yes, actually. Honestly, it does. It became, it's, I wouldn't say an issue, but sort of not a problem, but sort of a challenge in my dating life before. Because I did feel that guys were intimidated with me. They get intimidated when I don't talk and they still get intimidated when I speak. It didn't really bother me a lot because then I just thought to myself, well, I just have to find the right guy. I just have to find the right one who would be okay with me because what am I going to do? Am I supposed to water myself down for somebody else so that I could be not be, I'm not intimidating. It's not like I'm being like this on purpose naman. So I understand how Miss Universe can be like intimidating for a guy. Depende kasi yan eh. So if you're already in the relationship before you win Miss Universe, that's a big adjustment for the guy. Because then 
the girl has to live in New York for a year. So you won't see her as much anymore. And of course, her career will, you know, like will skyrocket. Everybody will know who she is. She'll be busy. She'll be around people. And that might make a guy feel insecure, especially if he's not part of that world, if he's not part of that life. But if your foundation is strong, and I've seen it with other beauty queens, they're still with their partners who they, you know, who they were with even before they won. So really, some men are secure with themselves and the relationship can work and will work. But there are also stories of um, relationship that crumble after the girl wins. Now, I don't think that's the girl's fault, honestly. There, there has to be work coming from both, both ends. The girl has to obviously make the guy feel secure, reassure him, constant communication, parin, open communication, honesty, and trust is so important. And of course, the same with the guy. The guy has to let you have your moment. So luckily, when I competed, I was single. So I didn't have that problem when I won Miss Universe. But after, I, I went on a few dates, a few dates. And then, you know, some of them work out and some of them don't. I don't stress myself about it so much. I don't think that, you know, the winning Miss Universe is a, is a curse or a blessing when it comes to dating. I would like to believe that if I'm in a relationship, that the guy likes me for me and not for the crown. No, but, but jokes aside, um, it wasn't really a problem. But I see how it can be a problem. Yeah. Methods to Greatness is powered by Converge. Experience better. Converge has been an instrumental partner for myself, for our organization, because everything we do right now is digital. Everything involves liaising, coordinating with people, with other companies. And all of this is done online. And our medium being video is very, very highly data-driven. We need a stable, reliable internet connection to make everything we do work. What Converge has given us was a way to be able to successfully carry out all of the tasks of the team, reach out to our audience, to our market, and also allowed us to be able to create more things with what we do. My team has been a direct beneficiary of this. I think this pandemic has given us a lot of opportunities to pivot, and this is our latest pivot into the future, which really is a digital world. For Methods to Greatness, I'm interviewing world-class performers, icons, CEOs from Asia, from around the world. All of those interviews are done online. They're all done via a video call. It was very critical that we had a reliable internet connection that would enable me to carry on these conversations with these icons from all around the world. That is one of the reasons why we're able to do what we do now. So if you'd like to work with Converge, check them out at gofiber.ph or connect with them through their social media channels. This episode is also brought to you by Perfect Health Philippines. Did you know that massages are considered one of the best ways to recover from exercise and is considered an indispensable part of any fitness training and recovery regimen? Getting a regular massage not only detoxifies your muscles from lactic acid buildup, but also increases muscle performance, blood flow, reduces pain, and induces better sleep. If you don't have access to a masseuse, the next best thing 
is a massage chair or a massage gun. Perfect Health has a complete lineup of massage chairs with a whole range of features and price points. Their top-of-the-line model, Perfection 2, has all the bells and whistles. From 3D full body and foot massage functions, voice command, Bluetooth, and zero gravity. Their Perfect Relaxer Massage Gun is a personal favorite of mine, which I use on my quads every time I come from a long bike ride. Methods to Greatness in partnership with Perfect Health Philippines has come up with a special discount promo that is exclusive to our followers and subscribers. To avail of the special promo discount, get in touch with Perfect Health's professional healthcare consultants at perfecthealthphcustomerservice at gmail.com or via hotline 02-8831-6944 and give the promo code MTG. That's the Methods to Greatness promo code MTG and the healthcare consultants will hook you up with the best premium massage chairs, massage guns, and other healthcare products, all with a special discount. Okay, so Pia, tell us about the Queens and the community that you are building. Uh, I'd yeah, like to go so the, yes. the, Queens, the Queens community that we're trying to build. So this is something that happened by accident. Um, I have friends from Binibini 2014, uh, two of my really good friends from there, and we all competed against each other. Magkakalabang kami sa competition. Okay. And then we thought, you know, but we became really good friends even after. And we always wanted to do a project together, but we weren't sure what it was going to be. At first, we thought, let's do a makeup vlog or let's do a vlog, pero di naman natuloy. So we did a podcast first about pageants. And then after a while of, because we did it for a year, and then we noticed that there were some months where there are no pageants. It's off season. Like, wala pang Miss Universe. Anong pag-uusapan natin? It's not, there's, di naman, wala namang major pageant every month eh. Yes. So there are months where it's really quiet. And we noticed that whenever we sat down, a beauty queen, and spoke to her, we talk about pageants a little bit, but we talk more about her life, what her, she's doing now, and, you know, the challenges that she went through. And the conversation just feels more real and more relatable to people. And then slowly we started to shift to life, women's issues, social issues, and slowly leaving the pageants behind. Um, just because we thought na nabitin kami, we wanted to be able to talk about everything, not just competition, not just pageants. And of course, it's been a few years since we competed. So we're slowly starting to outgrow it. I, I mean, I acknowledge that it was a big part of my life and it opened a lot of opportunities for me and I will never forget that. I'll always be grateful for it. But you, you want to move on, you know, you want to talk about bigger things. So then we said, why don't we start a podcast just talking about life in general, everything, relationship, career, uh, love, um, family, body issues, Yes, you know, Pia, body issues, hmm. very, very important for a lot of young women right now, uh, young girls who are coming into the world with so much pressure. You being a beauty pageant queen, I guess you, you know a lot about the kind of pressure that society and people put on, on, on women. Can you talk to us about how maybe this has been something that you've maybe discussed in the Queens? Is it, is it something that you've, you've come to realize 
it's a most requested topic because aside from the podcast, we also have a community and we get a lot of ideas from there. So we ask our followers, what do you guys want to talk about? What's on your mind lately? What what are you going through? So we have this thing where on our on our Facebook and our Discord, you can post a question anonymously so your name won't come out. And even on our end as admins, we don't see your name. So then you post your question and then the community will help you with your issue. So marami nagtatanong about body issues. We have a lot of women asking us to feature, uh, to do a feature on that topic. And then it beca- became timely also because it was at the start of the pandemic and people were becoming more inactive, right? Because you're at home and there's not really not a lot of space for you to move around. So our, ch- our bodies changed. And so naging issue shop, naging more women wanted to talk about that. So we get our cues from our audience. And then Sakto then because there's three of us in the in that lead the podcast and the workbooks and the, the discussions. We're also women. So we have our personal stories and experiences to share aside from the community. So it's really all very community driven. What was in terms of, um, let's say, body shaming or, or, or issues with, with, with one's body? What was, I guess, one of the most um, discussed, asked problems when it comes to women um, grappling with um, their body issues? Uh, is there anything in uh, particular in mind that, that, um, that is a I common concern? I think weight concern? loss is a big question. We get ask that all the time, especially because I think galing kasi kami sa pageants. So we always, bakit ang hirap magpapayat? Or parang what are your diet tips or diet secrets? Or how do you stay skinny? How do you look good in a swimsuit? Kanyan palagi. Iba-iba lang yung ways of asking the question, okay. but it's all always that question. But it's all related to one's, I guess, figure, weight. Yeah, yeah. It's always okay. about weight and the figure and comparing yourselves to other women on social media. That's a most requested topic. Okay, since that's the most requested topic, what is, I guess, your, your response to that? Well, we try to debunk um, these myths about dieting. And we also try to educate our listeners and our followers, our viewers, on the right way to do it. Because we've been there. We've tried all the fat diets. We've tried the shortcuts. Kumbaga. Um, so we know what works and what doesn't work. We know that yeah, yeah, you'll use the weight quickly, but you'll also gain it back much faster. <laughs> you know, we've, we've made the mistakes and we're sharing our knowledge so then you guys don't make the same mistakes that we did before. And the good thing about us being, you know, that, that we competed more than seven years ago now is that we're, we can be open about it. We can be honest. We don't have that filter anymore. Beauty right. queens have that filter. Na parang, naku, hindi ko muna share kasi baka, baka ma-issue ako or baka nakakahiya or baka it's not queenly kasi if I admit that I used to not eat before just to stay skinny kasi diba dapat ang beauty queen role model ganyan. But then, how are you gonna teach a lesson if you didn't go through the lesson yourself? right so just being i i that's what i do i i'm just honest to the audience and so are carla and bianca and 
we also get advice from the community. So aside from us three, maybe there are some things that we missed out on. Maybe there are stories that are interesting that are worth sharing also from the community. So we get that and we include that as resources. And all of the content that we're doing, by the way, is free. None of the stuff that we do under the Queen's podcast, the vlog and the work book none of those have any entrance fees or registration fees all of them are for free and uh yun so that's that's how we do it ako yung advice ko do sa mga weight loss is always una sasabihin ko muna yung mga mali ko nang nagawa para hindi okay. na muna gawin okay so what what would this be ano yung mga mali pia what are the things that you will never ever do again because you've done it it does not work and it's just a bad idea i'm not going to starve myself anymore Okay. I used to do that bad, like anorexic levels. Ganon. Like I was so skinny before, but and everybody was like, "Oh, paano mo nagagawyan?" Like, di ako makain. But then my mental health also suffered. I may have looked good in clothes, but then I couldn't think because wala kang nutrients sa katawan mo, eh. so you couldn't think. You can't answer questions as sharp. And as quick, as witty as you used to, and you are not good at memorizing your parang bad mood ka palagi, there's a, ano eh, may kapalit eh. Yes. So that's one thing I'm not going to do anymore. I'm also not going to do the mga, may mga f- fad diets na soup lang forever. I mean, I, I guess if you are detoxing and cleansing, it works for that. But if you're just trying to lose weight for a competition, it's not going to work. Um, also, taking laxatives and di- diuretics are also a no-no. We've tried that already as beauty queens and it doesn't work. Your body will a, suffer. It's a really bad idea. will suffer. <laughs> Your gut right. will suffer. Your health will suffer. May kapalit yan. Those mistakes you do, alam mo nang mali, may babalik yan one day. And um, also, another thing, I remind myself not to be so hard on myself because a lot of times, I go back into an old picture from when I was competing and then I think, okay naman pala itsura ko noon. I look good back then. But at that time, I felt like I wasn't oh, enough. Okay. I felt like... Right. Ay, may papayat pa ako. But then, when you look at it now, you think, ay, okay naman pala ako noon. I wonder, what, what was I so worried about? So, there's that negative talk then, negative, you know, thoughts in your head, that insecurity speaking. Basta yung mga shortcut, hindi talaga siya nag-work. Mga shortcut. And the best way is to educate yourself on the right kind of diet, on food, on keeping yourself active it's you know weight loss is uh parang ano na lang yan it's it shouldn't be the main goal when you work out or when you decide to eat healthy or stick to a healthy diet and decide to go on a workout routine you'll you won't be able to sustain it if your only purpose is to lose weight because then it won't stick it's not going to become a lifestyle and you know, honestly, I go through ups and downs. Like I have phases where I, you know, I'm able to maintain. Tapos, I fall out of it, and then I have to do that hard climb back up. No, okay, kailangan ko ibalik. And it's normal, you know. It's normal to go through through these. 
hindi naman perfection ang habol natin, basta progress lang. And um, sinishare ko lang yung mga natutunan ko over the years. You know, it's so funny, Pia, as you were saying that weight goal should never be like the goal. You know, uh, our head of production here, Don, was nodding his head because right now we actually have like a, a fitness uh, challenge uh, in our office, right? So it's not a weight loss challenge, it's a fitness challenge, it's a wellness challenge. So that's one thing that we, we, we used to have like a biggest loser contest, but we've, we've shifted that. And I think a lot of people are shifting also the way they think of getting healthier or, or looking better or feeling better. Just as you said, it's no longer just about the weight, right? It's, it's no longer about losing weight, maintaining a certain weight, but it's more, it has more to do with how, I guess, you feel about your body. And um, I guess the health benefits beyond the aesthetics of what you want to achieve. Yeah, I mean, I feel like weight loss should just be a bonus lang eh. You know, like it's something that you'll notice that will change in your body as you are focusing on your health. It's an added benefit na lang, right. but it shouldn't be the goal. Kasi it, isn't it so much better for you to feel strong and alive and healthy? I agree. And then after a couple of months of doing it, then notice na, ay, ang laki na pala nang nalusko. Ay, nagtone na pala ako. Parang... Kesa yung you're waiting for that progress every day, but it's so slow. Like, I used to be like that. Like, I weighed myself after a workout. Like, really? Lalabas na ba agad yung resulta? Actually, hindi. Baka nga mas mabigat ka pa kasi you drank yeah, correct, so much correct. water. Because you're drinking water. Right. right? So, right. it's those mistakes that um, we all did that we're yes. trying to share uh, with our community as much as we can. Right, and hindsight is always twenty-twenty. You know, you realize these things after you've made all of the mistakes, yo-yoing back and forth, and just feeling miserable with what you thought was going to be the solution to this problem that really was never really a problem to be, to begin with. Right? You, you yourself said it was just in your mind. Right? You, it was just something that you created as something that made you miserable that time. But I'm so happy. Hearing that from you because coming from someone who went through that and now looking at you, you look happy, you look healthy. It's something that I think a lot of people, not just women, but even men, can learn from. And and, and I think it's 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 magical how you've transformed from your beauty pageant days to now living your life um, like you do, but living it a lot more fulfilled and happy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I tried to share as best as I can um, with my audience, with the people who watch what I'm doing. Because, I mean, what's the point of doing all of this if you're not going to share everything you've learned, right? And it actually feels so good to be part of somebody else's progress. Right. It makes me feel like a winner too. Of course, of course. It, it's also in the sharing of these problems that we get to realize and I guess discover as well ourselves and, and the struggles that we, we have to deal with internally. But speaking of struggles, Pia, you've o- openly talked about um, mental health, also very personal for you. In, with the Queens and, and with your experiences, um, what would you say is one of, if not the biggest, uh, mental challenge that hounds people now that, that perhaps you can shed some light on? I First of all, I appreciate that there's so much more awareness on mental health as 
you know, compared to 10 years ago or maybe even five years ago. Medyo napag-uusapan na siya, but not in the same way as we do today. And I feel Is it still like, taboo, Pia? Is it still taboo to talk about yeah, mental health? Oh, oh. Yeah, oo. Lalo na sa Pilipinas. Because if you say, oh, I'm depressed, arte naman. Yes, yes, ano, yes. Oh, ano ba naman yan? Parang nag-iinarte or baliw. Yung mga ganun, yung mga sinasabi, di ba? I can't even imagine like that we lived in a world like that before. It wasn't a long time ago either. But I love the direction that we're going now, that we're talking about it, that it's part of our conversations and people are becoming more aware and also more sensitive to each other. Uh, Saktol din at a time where, you know, we got hit the whole world got hit by a pandemic and it changed our lives. Everybody's, everybody went through a, a challenge and it tested our mental health. Lahat tayo. So I think it really, the, each person, they have their own battles and struggles that they're going through. And what might be a problem to me might not be a problem to someone else, but, you know, just mental health in general, I think we still have some work to do in the Philippines. We still have a long way to go. Kokonti pa lang ang mga registered psychiatrists natin. Less right. than a thousand. Less than a th- thousand for the entire country. For the we entire have, country. That's, we have less than a thousand licensed psychiatrists or clinical yes. psychologists. Psychiatrists. Psychiatrists. Well, we, pro- we probably have more psychologists, but... Uh, a psychiatrist can ano kasi, write a prescription for you right, to give right. you your medication. So, but that's an alarming number. I think uh, that and dami nating pinapadalang mga nurses sa ibang bansa, pero kulang papalatay dito para sa mga kababayan natin, di ba? And I think it's also because of the whole stigma around it. But I'm glad that we're start, so slowly starting to talk about it. And, you know, it's made me confident to talk about my experiences too. That's why I shared it during my TEDx PNG Singapore talk. And that's why I share it from time to time. I also share it on social media. That was something that I never thought of doing years ago because I always thought na, I don't want to be seen as a Miss Universe who's weak, na hindi ko pala kaya, na ang dami ko palang pinagdadaanan nun, na I'm a fraud, di pala ako totoong matapang. Everybody sees me as this so, so strong woman who tried three times, who is resilient, who did it. And then my mental health issues pala ako. Parang I kept it to myself for a while. But, you know, with the way we are moving forward as a society, it's even given me the confidence to talk about it. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm inspiring other people to be open about it and to talk about it with, you know, their families and their friends and their circles. So, tuloy lang natin. <laughs> tuloy, tuloy lang natin to. I think we're headed in the right direction. Yes. And, and I think also the, the, um, the psychiatrists out there, I think, um, you will find because of this pandemic, I think there will actually be more um, students or graduates in the coming years who will look at it as a career of choice, right? Because For before, sure. it was never talked about, it was taboo, but now you find because of the pandemic, there really is a need. And I think a lot of people, like for example, my niece graduated from Ateneo. She's actually, 
she passed, I forget the, um, the, 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 the license that she got, but she's actually um, going to become a licensed psychiatrist. And, and I'm happy for her because, like you said, we don't have enough to, to, to help um, all of us who really need it. And, and whereas before, it was never something that was openly talked about, was actually looked down upon, but now we, we need it. I mean, you obviously have had help. And when I say that now, as to a couple of years before, when I say have had help, that would be a bad thing. But can you talk to us about how specifically getting help helped you? Uh, yeah, I, initially I didn't want help. And I think a lot of people will relate to that. And you think, I don't need it. Like you guys are like, I'm fine. I can handle this on my own. There's that denial. But then a person who cares about you and loves you will take notice and will probably do the first step for you. And then you'll realize that, okay, maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I could benefit from this. So then I went through a few sessions um, with my psychiatrist. And then in New York, pa, Disa Philippines, I, I thought to myself, why did I never do this before? Like I had to wait until I was 26 years old to talk about my childhood trauma, to talk about my life, to talk about my, the, my struggles. And I already one Miss Universe. So why is this manifesting itself now when at a time where I should be living my life because I just got my big dream? But, um, but that's how you know that you know, it's, it, you know, fame or money doesn't buy happiness pala talaga. And whatever issues that you are burying inside that you are not dealing with, you're not facing, will come back and will haunt you again in your adult life. So um, it was really helpful. I did a, I did a lot of sessions with uh, therapy. I was also on medication for a short time, and then they weaned me off of it. Then agad because I was I didn't want to be, you know, taking something all the time. I, I didn't want to rely on medicine to make me feel better. But it really helped. Like, ang laki nang natulong niya. In a way where it also made me think, dapat walang stigma around it eh. Like, if you are going through anything, anything at all, you should, it should be normal to seek a professional. Right. Pagka may masakit nga sa katawan mo, you seek a professional about it eh. Why is it not the same when you, you're not feeling okay? When you're not thinking, you feel like your life isn't going right. Like, shouldn't you be able to ask help for that also? So it, it also opened my eyes. And so um, I, it changed the way I thought about getting help. It changed the way I thought about getting therapy, getting professional help. I started giving that advice to my other friends who I felt, or family, who I felt like needed it also. And yun, nakatulong talaga siya. mm you know, Pia, uh, one of the first few guests I've had on this podcast was Joe Magsaysay, who um, owns or uh, was one of the co-founders of Potato Corner. So very successful businessman. Um, and one of the things that he told me, things that he did to help him with this business, was really seeking the help of a psychiatrist. 
and this helped him immensely in navigating not just his business, but you know, his inner thoughts, his inner motivations, his issues, and something that he credits, I guess, his success as an entrepreneur, as a business person to um, the past year. So I do believe in what you're doing, your advocacy, Pia, and um, you know, I, I really salute you for openly talking about mental health and these issues that otherwise would have been just, um, I guess, been spoken in hushed tones because it's not as accepted, but now hopefully we get to discuss more openly and um, actually get help, right? Because there's no shame in getting help. It's in fact uh, a great way to be able to make sense of everything that's happening so that we can move forward and improve our lives. But Pia, we talked about mental health. I cannot let you have this conversation with me without getting into the specifics, the hardcore specifics of um, looking good feeling good and obviously the big part of that is how we take care of our bodies so Pia I'd like to ask you what are the I guess tips advice that you can give uh, to people to to be able to stay in shape look good uh, is there anything any routine that you that you do on a daily basis that uh, you'd like to share with us you know I learned that there's no magic pill there's no magic uh magic drink or pill right. or right. whatever that you can take to make you bukas kamukha mo na idol mo like <laughs> that doesn't happen okay. walang ganon okay. it's a slow and steady process and it requires you to really invest in yourself but it's not expensive it you just need a lot of water you need to choose wisely what you're gonna put inside your body kung anong pagkain yan Alam naman natin eh, kung ano yung mali sa pwede, di ba? Ano yung bawal sa okay. hindi bawal. We're taught that at a young age at school. Tinuro na sa atin yung pyramid, di ba? Tinuro na uh-huh. sa atin yung good and bad. Kung ano yung moderation, ano yung okay. So we have that base knowledge. We just need to put it into action. We just need to apply it. So, too big. Yung tamang diet, water, hydration. And How much water do you drink? In okay, this? so I'm not perfect at it. There are times where I have to remind myself all the time. Um, but I I try to go for the full. Because I, I have a jug na mga ganito kalaki. My gosh, mga one liter yata yung laman nun. So mga dalawa nun, or if it's summer, tatlo. Two liters of water? Yeah. Importante yun. And then also, yung pagiging active. Because when I say active or when I say workout, people act automatically think I have to do a one-hour hit workout. Ganon. Pero it doesn't. It's actually actually is not true. Like a workout for me could not be the same level of intensity for somebody else. But it's still right. counted as you know being active and moving your body. Pagka naman sinabing workout, di naman ibig sabihin run a marathon. Di naman ganon eh. Kasi iniisip ko sinatong, hindi ko kaya. Parang isang oras, tapos ganyan, burpees, hindi ko kaya. Like, <laughs> you don't have to do it that intensely right away. The thing with working out is that if you're starting pa lang, if you're starting from absolute zero, is to have fun with it. To do it 30 minutes lang, okay. kahit na nabitin ka, wag. Don't push yourself to a point where you wouldn't want to do it again tomorrow. Oh, Don't okay. push yourself to a point where Dapat medyo mabitin ka. 
para bukas, excited ka na naman, you want to do it again. That's that's my technique. So, just when you're starting to have fun, basta alam mong 30 minutes today, done. Tomorrow, 30. Para you look forward to it. Para you're excited. Because I would rather have 30 minutes every day than only do once a week or twice a week. Parang tapos the rest of the... Alam mo yun yung, if you do an hour na... na and then the next day, ang sakit ng katawan mo, na-trauma ka, parang, ayoko na ulitin yun kasi ang hirap pala. You're not gonna go back. Right. <laughs> You're not gonna go back. So it's better to do baby steps. Pakonti-konti lang. That's my advice. And also, you don't have to be at a physical, like a gym to do it. You can do it from home. There's so many ways to do it at home now. Through YouTube, through um, streaming, you can do it with your friends para may accountability, buddy ka. Keep it fun so then you stick at it. I think that would be my advice. Tsaka, alam mo, even long walks really work. And that's an advice I also give to my sister because my sister is like, I'm not, I'll never work out. I'm just really not the type to ever be a fit. But I, so I so, kailangan baguhin ko yung choice of words ko sa kanya, di ba? Na right. parang, yes, okay, yes. so I can't say workout, gym, exercise. I just say, maglakad tayo. You know, halika, maglakad tayo. Sinyan na malaya, naka one hour na para siya ng lakad. Right. Sometimes they get intimidated when you say you have to work out yes. or you have to train. You know, people get this notion that, oh, I'm going to suffer or it's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. But to you, everything really in moderation, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, what I get from that is sometimes you don't even have to put it in the context of working out, right? It could be mm-hmm. some doing something active, perhaps, like you said, going yeah. on a walk um, is good enough. At least to yeah, start or with. just take the stairs. There, every day, if you if you n- notice, if you analyze, talaga, there's always those moments every day in our lives when we decide: Am I gonna take the shortcut? Or am I going to put in the work? So if you know your studio is, for example, on the third floor, if I may ask, but you do, you do put in the work. I mean, let's be honest, you put in the work, right? I'm sure you will not look that way if you did not put in the work. So for those who would like to have a beauty queen body or a beauty queen physique, how hard should they work? Okay, you have. There has to be commitment to it. Um, it it's not intense, naman. The workout isn't intense. The diet. It's not like you're gonna starve yourself. That's not true. You know, we don't work. Uh, beauty queens don't train like football players, for example. Hindi hindi ganong level of intensity yan. Pero it's in. Pero there's work involved, and the diet is also not like oh, salad lang siguro kinakain ito. That's also not true because you won't be able to think, eh? you won't be able to answer questions. You got to be present in the mind. So you have to, you know, put the necessary nutrients in your body. So, but being consistent with it is so important. You can't break it. You have to keep, it has to become a lifestyle. Because when you compete kasi for a beauty pageant, you have a few months, right? You're doing this routine for a few months and then it sticks. It starts to become a lifestyle to you. So my advice for anybody who wants to get that kind of body is really apply it every day. Kailangan every day you think, I'm Miss Universe and I'm going to put in the work. 
doing it every day is uh, easier said than done. You know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is. It's, <laughs> it's hard. You know, it's something that we all struggle with. You know, and uh, how do you motivate yourself? I mean, given that yes, it is part of your quote unquote career, your job. You know, looking good and um, you know be, being a certain way, uh, looking a certain way. But um, if it were a normal person, and since we were talking about mental health also earlier, what would be a good mindset to have? Assuming, let's say, what you do is, no, is, is, is I guess, not related to how you look physically, but um, what would be a good approach to looking at fitness and staying, staying healthy, staying a certain, I guess, uh, fitness level uh, to be able to help you go about your day? We don't start worrying kasi of our health until we start feeling something. Eh. We don't, that's the only time we actually start eating healthier, start being active is when the doctor tells you num- there's something wrong na pala. Isn't that always the case? So right. that's my biggest fear. I am 32 now and I don't have any kids yet. My sister is 30 and she has two kids. And just by observing her and or any any woman who has kids already that are about my age sometimes i think well if i'm going to wait a few more years i want to be at a fitness level where i can still run after them that i can still chase them that i can still carry them that i won't hurt my back if i bend over and pick them up and the same for my everyday activities i don't want to feel pain when I have to carry my suitcases, when I have to carry my bags, when I have to do the long hours of work that I have to do. I, In order for me to keep doing what I love to do, my body needs to be in good form because you know, I wouldn't be able to do the long hours of shoots, to do the long hours of meetings, to do the traveling, the jet lag, the, all of the things that I'm doing. If I don't take care of myself. And notice how I didn't even talk about weight there. It's the performance. Eh, na parang how do I keep living at my full potential if I don't take care of myself? So I changed the mindset a little bit. Instead of, because eh, I have a swimsuit photo shoot. I have to join a competition. I have to look good for my vacation, for Instagram, ganyan. Yeah, what happens after the wedding, after the Instagram, after the vacation, after the competition? Like, wala na. Nawala na yung, kasi na-reach mo na yung goal mo eh. So, wala nang after. That's, that's why I always, you know, fell out of my routine because I was goal-oriented kasi. Parang, I'm doing this for the crown. Got the crown. Wait, wala na. <laughs> diba? So, right now, I'm doing this for my life. I want to live long, healthy, and as active as I can because I want to enjoy life. I want to enjoy life. That's, that's the way I think about it. So it's just changing your perspective in things. Methods to Greatness in partnership with Perfect Health Philippines will be giving away premium healthcare products to our loyal listeners and subscribers. There will be weekly winners of Perfect Relaxer Massage Guns worth 9,900 pesos. And at the end of 12 weeks, we will give one lucky subscriber a chance to take home a fully loaded 
Perfect Health Trinity Massage Chair worth 200,000 pesos. All you have to do is subscribe to the Methods to Greatness podcast and follow us on our social media accounts on Facebook and LinkedIn and share the post link in the show notes of this episode on your feed. And if you know someone who you feel would benefit from our conversations and content on the show, tag them for more chances to win our prizes. We always want you, our listeners, to aspire to improve yourselves in every aspect of your lives so you can be the best you can possibly be. Check out the Methods to Greatest social media channels for more details. Okay, so Pia, now I'd like to transition to uh, the questions that I ask to all of my guests here on Methods to Greatness. So I'd like to begin with uh, my first question, which, is, which gives us, I guess, a context of where you're from, who you are. So I'd like to know, Pia, what makes you Asian in particular? What makes you Filipino? What makes me Filipino is how, um, how much respect and importance I give to elders, to my family, um, how I put them first, how I put relationships and connections first, how I love to celebrate small wins. I find a reason to celebrate anything. And Filipinos are like that. We find a reason to come together, magsalo-salo tayo, mag-celebrate tayo for anything. And we also know how to smile pa rin and lift each other up no matter how bad the times get. The Filipino humor is amazing. It's unlike any other in the world. If you know Filipino humor, ang saya. Ang tataba ng utak ng mga Pilipino. What makes me Filipino also is how proud I am of my roots, of how proud I am of the Philippines, of how proud I am to be Filipino, that I am proud. When I meet other people abroad, parang alam nila I'm Filipino. I mention it because and Filipinos love the arts. We love to we love to create. We love to we love to perform. We love to sing. We love to dance. We like to make things. We like to invent things. We like to to create things. And I'm proud of all of those. I'm trying to think if I missed out on something, pa. But let me make it easier for you. So Pia, you know, um, I run into you. I'm from out of the Philippines. I've never been to the Philippines. Uh, is there anything from the Philippines that you would like for that person to see, know, discover? It could be anything like food, a place. It could be anything. Oh, okay. what, would, what would you So recommend? I actually talked about this with Jeremy because we've, we've traveled to different, many places around the so world. So Jeremy is your partner. He's your boyfriend. Yes, yes. Yes. And something that I noticed is that no matter how beautiful a place is, the scenery... Yeah, the beaches, no matter how beautiful a place is, if the people are not nice, it ruins the whole experience. Kahit gano pa kaganda yan, kahit gano pa kasarap yung pagkain, if the people are not hospitable, nice, welcoming, warm, I wouldn't want to go back. It ruins it. It ruins the experience. It ruins it. It ruins the whole experience. So that's why I truly believe that Aside from what we have to offer, we have mountains, we have beaches. What I'm really proud of are the people. 
marunong tayong mag-welcome, marunong tayong makisama, marunong tayong magsaya, marunong tayong mag-entertain, mag-host, magpakain, mag-magturo, marunong tayong mag-English. <laughs> I mean, there's we are I'm proud of, of the people. So sa mga foreigners na nakakausap ko and then you know and when i invite them to come to the philippines i don't say a specific place basta pumunta ka lang you'll have fun you'll meet somebody there who will be your right. tour guide but at the <laughs> end of that trip will be your spiritual guide magiging friends kayo <laughs> parang masaya it's um it's the people that i'm really proud of because we're fun loving we are we entertain we are We are pride. We are proud, pa, of our heritage. It's that right mix of hindi mayabang, pero humble, pero proud. Yeah, um, I agree. Alam mo yun, like it's that yeah. right mix na excited pero hindi overbearing. Ano? Right. Um, mas masaya lang. Ako, I I know. At ang Filipinos marunong makiramdam ha. So it's very rare that Filipinos offend other foreigners. No, no. Like ano tayo sensitive kasi tayo eh. Correct. Um, yes. We're sensitive yes. people. I agree. So we're also I agree. sensitive to other people's emotion. At sensitive din tayo kung nakakasakit na tayo ng iba. So that's how I know that we are the best when it comes to hospitality. That's the gem of the Philippines. Yeah. So when you go to the Philippines, you have to experience the people, plain and simple. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Hindi mo ba papansin yung airport natin? Yan. Yes. Yan. Basam. Nakaupo ka na sa beach, may mga na meet ka na, minum ka na ng beer. That's when the vacation starts. There you go. Okay. So Pia, do you have a modern day hero or superhero that you consider? Um, you know. Don't really have a specific person who I would say is my hero. Although I pick inspiration from different people, depends. Okay, all right. So if you could, Pia, um, I, I'm not sure if you ever have, but uh, if you could give a commencement speech, and I know I don't know if you have ever, um, I'd like to find out from you what message would you give to um, a lot of the students who are coming into this world right now, coming from someone who has achieved so much. And yet, I guess, um, still on a daily basis, trying to address um, your personal, I guess, challenges. What would be something that you could impart to the young students who maybe are undergoing similar things, maybe not the same problems as you have, but obviously with their own issues having to deal with in light of the pandemic and everything that's happened? I, my advice would be um, not to rush things. That y- there's a lot of things will happen, pa. Like there were, there will be ups and downs. There will be doors that will close in on you. There will be moments where you will feel like you've hit a dead end, or you will start to question your decisions. You'll start to question yourself. You start to question other people. But that's all part of the process. My advice is don't try to resist from it. Because that's where you get stress. Just acknowledge that it's all part of the process. And really, my advice for students nowadays, especially, is don't rush things. Don't rush into things. Don't rush into growing up. Don't rush into settling down. Don't 
Just don't rush anything. Just enjoy it and take in all the opportunities that you can. If there's a chance for you to do something one more time, try it again. If there's a chance for you to try something new, give it a go. Like, really ask yourself, what's stopping you? You have time. You have your youth. Are, is it because you're scared? Is it because you're, you, you've, you're scared of failure? From who? From yourself? What I want kids, uh, not kids, but students to uh, remember is that the feeling of regret is worse than the feeling of failing. Because with regret, you can never go back and change what happened. Once that opportunity has passed, that's it. I would rather learn a lesson from failing than wonder if there was a chance of me winning from never trying anyway. So, ako, kayo, isipin niyo yun na. Is it tamang ano ba yun? What, which, which way would you want to go? So that's a, that's a question that I want more people to think about. Yeah. Pia, is there anything that keeps you up at night? Or conversely, what gets you up in the morning? What gets me up in the morning is really the motivation to go after my goals and to do the things that I that I really want to do. I I always write stuff down. Like I, I always have an idea of what I'm going to do tomorrow. Me schedule that bad. So you always have something to look forward to. Kahit na wala ka namang work talagang gagawin in the next week. Just have something. It doesn't have to be work like how we think of work. But then just work on something like personal na progress towards anything if your thing now is fitness lagay mo sa schedule mo yan if your thing now is learning and to play a new instrument lagay mo sa schedule mo yan if delayed ka na sa mga modules mo sa school sulat mo yan like i really believe in the power of writing things down and then planning then i know what's going to happen tomorrow i know there's a plan there's my direction and i just have to show up and and actually do it. So that's what keeps me going in the morning is knowing that I have something that's waiting for me. At the same time, that's also what helps me sleep better is knowing that I did the work for that day, that I didn't waste the day. That's great. You know, Pia, you live a very interesting life right now. You travel the world. You have so many commitments in the Philippines and with different brands from, from, from all over. I'd like to know, how do you prepare for what you do? I mean, I know these are different projects, these are different commitments, but is there any special routine that you undergo before you engage in a particular commitment? Or is there any preparation that you undergo to be able to make sure that you're at your optimal level when you do these things that you do? I mean, it depends on what kind of project that is. There's always a certain kind of preparation that I need to do. Nothing intense naman, but there's, I always like knowing what is going to happen tomorrow. And I always try to find out all the details of the things that I'm going to do. Because before I agree to it, I want to know what I'm going to do. I want to know what is this for? 
Is this something that is in line with the things that I'm doing? Is it something that I believe in? Is this something that that I want to do, first of all? Is it something that will make me happy? These are the important questions. And once naman na nasagot ko na yon, everything comes in easier. But with every project that I do, there's always a certain kind of preparation. Iba-iba kasi yung ginagawa ko, minsan endorsement, minsan acting, minsan hosting, minsan yung community namin. So all of those require different kinds of preparation. But as long as you know what you're getting yourself into, pretty much you're already prepared. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. So Pia, my next question, what is the one thing you wish you could have known or learned sooner? Well, it might kind of sound like a surprise. They're so simple. <laughs> um, I wish we were taught about the right kind of way to take care of ourselves at an early age. Hindi kasi tinuturo sa atin to sa school. And somehow, hindi rin tinuturo sa bahay. Yung um, mental health, hindi naman tinuturo yan. Kahit nga yung soji, hindi tinuturo sa school eh. So there's something taxes you don't teach in school. Like there's things as an adult now that I feel like nangangapa ako kasi hindi tinuro sa akin. Right. And I feel like I mean sana there were easier ways to educate people or teenagers no mga the time I was a teenager. So then I would know how to navigate life easier. I mean, now it's easier for the now generation because there's so many resources and online, you know, like you can join so many communities and feel connected and get the knowledge that you need. But nung time kasi ko, wala eh. So I felt like that was lacking for sure. Right. Okay, so Pia, I'm getting close to the end of, I'm, I'm down to my last two questions. And the next question is, you know, Pia, Eventually, we will all pass from this world. Um, we will all check out. And I'd like to know, um, when you do, what would your epitaph say? Oh my God, I, don't, I have no idea. I haven't even thought about this yet. But, um, but maybe the kind of legacy that I want to leave behind is, some, is a story of somebody who was unafraid to share or to be open about I'm not embarrassed to share where I started and the challenges that I went through. I'm not embarrassed to share that we were really struggling when I was younger and that I went through mental health problems. All of these things that made me who I am. Because people see me as a Miss Universe, but then I also want people to see the other side of that, the other side of the glitz and the glamour and the heels, the makeup, the crown. I want them to see real life. So I want to be remembered as a beauty queen who is also a real person with real life experiences and real struggles and real stories. That's fantastic. Okay, so Pia, for my final question, if there's anything specific that you do that maybe you could share with us that maybe we could try or recommend uh, for our own selves, for our own lives, what would it be? It could be anything. It could be a routine. It could be something that you've done uh, personally. It may not be related to being a beauty queen, but um, I'd like to, after this conversation, get something that 
perhaps I or the audience can try for ourselves? I think everybody, something that we could all try. What's really helped me, and I mentioned this already, Kanina, is just writing your thoughts down. It really helps. Even if you feel like you don't really need it, iba pa rin pagka nakasulat na eh. Iba pa rin yung pagka when you see it on paper. And then, I don't mean just writing a to-do list of the things you have to do today, but just writing your own thoughts. What's on your mind? Dati, we used to write on, I mean, some of us, tried writing on our diaries, right? And it didn't, didn't it feel like you were speaking to a friend, you were speaking to a safe space of uh, like a person who would just keep your secrets just as long as nobody read your diary. You know, it felt like that. But journaling can also feel the same way now that we're grown up, now that we're adults. You can, as soon as you wake up, you can write your thoughts down. Or type mo na lang sa phone mo. Um, if you're maybe if you're going through something, if you're going through a problem, you can sulat mo. Why is this bothering me? Why should I do this? Why should I not do this? Sometimes, really, when you write it down, bigla mo marikita na ah, ito na pala yung solution nandito lang pala sa harap ko. I just didn't see it because I was too distracted or there were too many thoughts in my head that kind of made it harder for me to come to a decision. So anything that you are thinking of, sulat mo. Sometimes may ideas na lalabas dyan. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes there's gold in there. Trust me. Because um, that's how I figured out some of the gold, you know, that I was able to use during my Q&A, uh, what it was, I was able to use during my pageant days. Uh, and even up to now, minsan doon nanggagaling yung mga ideas ko of what to do next with the community, what to do next with my career. Before the start of any year, I always write a New Year's resolution. But I also write a mid-year's resolution. Sort of like a mid-year checkup na, oh, kumusta okay. na yung New Year's resolution mo? Nagawa mo ba? Ilan dyan ang nagstick? Ilan dyan ang hindi? And what are the things that you can still continue now? Again, it's never about perfection. It's all about just progress, just keeping at it all the time. It sounds so simple, but sometimes it's, it's what works, eh? It's not the shortcuts, but it's really putting in the work. And sulat mo lang. Minsan may magic na lalabas Yeah. You know, it's, it's very interesting how writing something down is, you know, like a form of spiritual windshield wipers. I think it allows you to be able to cleanse your thoughts. And in a lot of ways, it's like, um, it's like going to a psychiatrist as well, but you're actually just conversing with yourself, right? It, 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 it allows you to undergo the same process. But, um, you know, I think that, that is a very good piece of advice that um, I, I will personally do because, you know, I usually, when I, when I write on my notebook, it's, it's usually about the business, it's usually about work, but, you know, I think um, it does help to be able to think and translate your thoughts into written word. We're just so used sometimes, Pia, to typing on our computers, but I think it's, 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 it's also something different if you, you write oh, down your thoughts. Iba pa rin yung old school. Yes. Yes, yeah, so, so I will take you up on that, Pia, for, um, and, and thank you. Thank you for sharing that, and, and, and I will thank take you, you up on that.
that suggestion of yours and try it out for myself, which, which I hope a lot of um, the people who are watching and, and listening to this uh, will also try for themselves. I think it's a great, great way to be able to assess and also to, it's like a poor man's psychiatrist, I would say, <laughs> doing it for yourself on your own. So Pia, thank you so much for being here, having this conversation with me. I'd like to thank you for being here with us. I know you are uh, thousands of miles away, but from where you are, I'd like to know how we can support you. Is there anything that you would like to invite um, our guests to, to support you, um, anywhere we can find you or, or any projects that we can look forward to? Um, yes, thank you like so much. I also um, really appreciate you guys um, having me here on the show, on the podcast. I have uh, the Queen's community. It is, you'll find it on my social uh, media channels. It's a community for everyone, not just women and men, but everybody's welcome in the Queen's community. And we have a community on uh, Facebook and Discord where you can join the conversation. You can ask questions, we'll give advice. The community gives advice, actually. And we also base our podcast topics from there. We also have a digital workbook that is for free. You can download it for free. You can print it out or answer it on your mobile phone or on your laptop, on your computer. It is on www.thequeens.ph. Um, again, all of this is for free. And we also have a vlog on YouTube. Just search The Queens uh, PH. And then aside from that, I have a sitcom every Saturday at 7 p.m. on ABS-CBN. So, yes, those are the things that you guys can um, watch out for. Definitely a class act, a queen in more ways than one. You have been a blessing to so many people who follow you and have you as an example of someone who has achieved so much and yet up to this day you are reinventing yourself and you serve as an inspiration to so many women and men um, who look up to you and um, aspire to, I guess, have the kind of um, success, happiness that you now have. And um, I guess the platforms that you are creating now are an extension of everything that you've been through. And I'm just so, I guess, in admiration of how you're able to extend yourself and everything that you've learned to, to the new things that you are now getting yourself into. So, Thank you very much, Pia Wurzbach, for guesting on Methods to Greatness. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much, John. And thank you for having me on the show. Methods to Greatness is powered by Converge. Experience better. If you'd like to work with Converge, check them out at gofiber.ph or connect with them through their social media channels. Methods to Greatness is also brought to you by Perfect Health Philippines a leading provider of innovative first-class massage and healthcare products across Southeast Asia. If you would like me to interview anyone on the face of the earth and want them on the podcast, or if you want to collaborate with us for future content or sponsorship opportunities, or if you just have any recommendations on how we can get better, just send us an email at john at methodstogreatness.com. That's john at methodstogreatness.com. Until then... We'll see you next time.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.